the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You were born for such a time as this. Such a time as this. I will lift up my eyes into the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from God Almighty. Oh, taste and see that God is good. Come and drink of the living water. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, because God upholds me with his right hand. My beloved has called. I must serve him. I must worship him. I don't care if you call me a, a holy roller, a fanatic, a charismatic. I want more of God. Just don't call me lukewarm. Just don't call me lukewarm. I want the fire of God in my heart. Thank you for joining us here at Westside Christian Fellowship, located in Leona Valley, California, one hour north of Los Angeles. Today we hear a special message from Pastor Shane at Ren the Heavens in the High Sierras, titled, The Prayer That Rips Heaven Open. On-fire preacher Charles Spurgeon once said, Sometimes when we do not receive comfort in our prayers, when we are broken and cast down, that is when we are really wrestling and prevailing in prayer. Please join us as Pastor Shane encourages us to remain steadfast through prayer, broken and humbled before the Lord, always remembering that God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Eidelman. came up here because I, I believe lives can be radically changed. And he goes on to say, for since the beginning of the world, this isn't, this is, this can be, I don't, I don't just say this, this can be life changing. Right here. For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear, we're still in Isaiah 64, nor has the eye seen any other God beside you. In other words, there's no other God. There's no other God. There's no other plan B. There's no other few different ways lead to God. No, one way, one truth, one life through Jesus Christ, through the cross. And I, I, I kind of shock people with this statement. So hear me all the way through. Did you know all roads do lead to God? It's called the judgment seat. So no matter what road you take, you will see God someday for sure. But are you on the narrow road or the broad road that leads to destruction? And, and this, this topic is so interesting because so many people say, Shane, don't talk about those things. Did you know Jesus spoke about hell more than heaven? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Do not fear man who can kill your body, but fear God who can cast both body and soul in hell. Jesus said it. Do I like to talk about it? Not really. Do I have to? Do I want to? Absolutely, because the Spirit of God compels me to warn people. 
to tell them. And I think that's the problem many times. We don't tell people the truth. They come into church and you say, you know what? God loves you. You're the head, not the tail. You're beginning and not beneath. You're, you're, you're head. whatever they, they say. Those motivational guys, seven steps to financial prosperity and 12 steps to get your marriage right. And God just loves you. And, 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 and there's some good truth in that. But you can come in and sin and leave justified because you were not convicted. The Bible doesn't say the word of God is like a gentle pillow. Soft upon your head. The word of God is like a gentle dove descending. It is like a sword. Jeremiah 23. I have not sent these prophets, yet they ran. I have not spoken to these prophets, yet they spoke. But had they truly stood in my counsel, had they truly stood in the word, they would have turned my entire nation back to me. Is not my word like a fire that devours? Is not my word like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? I would submit to you that's exactly what we need today. To break the, break the arrogant, prideful hearts. Break them so that God can fill them. And he goes on to say, nor has I seen, there's no other God beside you. And this God, this God, the God we serve, the God we're worshiping, he acts for the one who waits for him. God acts for the one who waits for him. Only those who wait upon the Lord, what? Well, renew their strength. Waiting doesn't rush Waiting responds, it doesn't react. Waiting serves God. Waiting repents of bitterness and a critical spirit and of arrogance. Waiting is humble submission to a loving God. Those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. Here's what some of you need to do. Beginning tonight, you need to go back to the prayer closet. Did you know that there is a place where God waits for you? There is a place right now where God is waiting for Shane Eidelman when I'm done preaching. Jesus, 6-6, six, six, when you pray, go into your most private room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees you in secret will you will reward you openly. There's a place where God says, Shane, come to me at 2 in the morning and cry out. I hear the prayers of my broken children. I hear the prayers I want to restore. I want to rebuild. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. Is that, are you too busy for me? If you're too busy for God, you're too busy. And again, it's just me. Maybe scripture really goes deep in my heart and that doesn't really penetrate others. But when I realize there is a place that God will wait for you, he will wait for me. Am I reading that right? Jesus said, go shut the door, remove the, don't take your phone. For the love of God, do not take your phone to the prayer closet. That has sidetracked me on more prayer. I'll tell you right now. Go and wait before God. Get into the prayer closet. Why? Because you need a quiet heart, a quiet hour, and a quiet, quiet heart, quiet hour, and a quiet place. David McIntyre wrote in his book on prayer. And as you wait on God, you begin to renew spiritual strength. You come out and say, I can handle these kids now. I can handle this marriage now. 
Worship leaders will say, I can lead people in worship now. I'm filled with the boldness of the Spirit. Preachers can say, now I can, I can, you know how many times I, I don't want to come to the pulpit? Like, oh God, if you don't move, I don't want to play around. I didn't come here to play games. I don't talk about a lot, but you know, I, I wasn't, <clears throat> I didn't graduate high in my class. Is it 1.8 good GPA? Least, least likely to succeed. A country boy whose dad was from the farms of Oklahoma. You know the Hank Williams Jr. song, A Country Boy Can't Survive. I can run a trout line. I can skin a buck and I've got a 12 gate. I, I got it down. I, I, and I was a dyslexia. I couldn't speak very well. I hate to speak in front of, it was the worst thing. I don't ever have me come up and speak in front of people. Please God, stupid, overweight country boy made fun of working construction, digging ditches. But God says, the more broken, the more powerful. Don't despise a day of small beginnings. And I do, I say, Lord, if you don't move, I don't want to speak. I don't want to come and play church. I don't want to waste people's time. If people truly knew what was coming in the future, we would not have enough seeds here. If they truly knew how important a relationship with God was, pursuing him with all their heart, with all their strength. Can you answer me this? Why is, why is opiate abuse skyrocketing? High suicide rate. Now, opiates, fentanyl, alcoholism increase, suicide. Teen, the, I don't want to break your heart too much tonight, but the highest suicide rate... Female girls, 12 to 18. Little girls say, Daddy, Mommy, five years old, six, seven, Daddy, Mommy, loving life, are now miserable. Get them off of TikTok, Instagram, all these things. It's a false, it's a false sense. They're filling their minds with all, no wonder they're depressed. I'd be depressed. I look, I'm like, I don't look like the rock. I'm only three years older than him. Gosh, I should look like him. I should look like and look at Brad Pitt. Look at these guys. Look at this. Look at Tom Cruise. He's my age. I don't look like that. And then all these people, all my friends are on vacation. They're happy. They're leaving. You don't know the backstory of Instagram. These people are miserable. These YouTube phenomena, they are miserable. They are depressed. I've talked to some of them. They've reached out. There's no purpose. They've reached the, the epitome of success. And there's nothing there. Oh, how it must pain the heart of God. I, I can't even think about this for a minute. There's a place that I will meet you. One in the morning, three in the morning. There's a place I will meet you. Shut the door. How it must pain the heart of God that you're too busy. I'm too busy sometimes. If we could really grasp that, wouldn't we run to the prayer closet? I mean, am I mistaken? Am I, am I misunderstanding Scripture here? I know the answer. Because Jesus is clear. Your Father will meet you in the secret place. And just as a testimony, it's hard. I don't... 
I've not mastered it. I still don't think I pray enough. I wish I could pray more and find time. But one good thing about my construction background is I've been able to get up early, four in the mornings for 22 years, and I spend that time with God. And these sermons, guess where they come from? Pop psychology? Do I get them from pastor.com? Everything you heard comes from the prayer closet. With God's word open. How many times have I said, oh, Lord, I'm not saying that. I take it out. Guess who's adding it back in in 30 minutes? Because that's part of our sinful nature. And, you know, to to, to give you a true confession, I I don't want people upset with what I'm saying. We want to be people pleasers. So, Pastor, I have to fight that. Like, I don't want people upset. I've been like, oh, Lord, are you sure? Oh, my God, are you sure? But the more you meditate on God's word, the more the spirit of God comes alive. Matthew Henry, have you ever heard of him? He wrote a commentary. Oh, gosh. In the 1600s, John Wesley, George Whitfield would just take that and the Bible with them when they would travel. He said apostasy. Do you know what apostasy is? Apostasy begins at the closet door. Anytime you drift, it's because you're getting away from prayer and intimacy with God. That is the anchor. That relational aspect is what keeps you going. So I'm going to close off here shortly. And during these quiet times of intimacy, this is when God deals with us about certain habits that must go. What I love about God is he won't keep you where you're at. No, it's time to clean, clean house. And I truly believe this. Somebody needs to hear this tonight. The reason I know is because it's, it's, it's a recurring theme. You're avoiding the prayer closet because you're avoiding conviction. You're in a relationship you shouldn't be in. Or you're nursing an addiction that you shouldn't be. And the more you draw to God, closer, closer to God in prayer, the more convicted you become. And you've chosen the sin instead of God. Sin will always keep us away from the prayer closet. Sin will, how are you going to have time with God knowing you're holding on to unrepentant sin? But here's the good news. All that can change in a second. A beautiful word called repentance. Lord, I changed my mind about this and I line up my thinking with you. And now because of that, I change my actions. Repentance, with genuine repentance, there has to be action. You can't just repent in your mind and not change it out in your actions. And during these times of of all, all the books, too, you can take for free, those have come out of the prayer closet. God gives us wisdom and discernment and reinforces his will in certain areas. I, I don't know for certain. I haven't talked to Richard about this, but I'm pretty sure some of those songs came from the prayer closet. Time in God's word. Driving, meditating on God, and just God just begins to pour out. He's a consuming fire. Let him burn. Avoiding the prayer closet is really avoiding conviction. Here's why it's so important. Prayer shakes the spiritual realm. Prayer is the weapon of our warfare. Prayer anchors my soul to the rock. Prayer builds and sustains intimacy. So the prayer that rips hope open heaven is the one that touches my heart and grabs the heart of God. 
Why is prayer so boring for most people? Because they don't have the fire of God within them. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to play church. I don't know about you, but I don't want to keep going through the motions. I don't know about you, but I want to, I want to serve a God who changes things. I believe you can pray for people and they can be healed. Oh, Shane, now you're getting a little out there. I'm just quoting Jesus. Hello. I love these conservative people who try to remove scripture. Well, God doesn't do that anymore because we have the Bible now. Well, I still need God to do things. I have the Bible, but Holy Spirit, I need a little help. He's called the helper. When I go, I'm going to send the helper. You need some help. Absolutely. Jesus said, greater things will you do. You will cast out demons. You will heal the sick. Don't give me, don't even give me started on tongues. We're going to divide the church. It's funny how things in the Bible divide the church. It's, it's amazing. And now that we have the Bible, we don't need all these other things. That's dangerous to remove scripture. Let me give you an example of this. Maybe it's important. The power of the Holy Spirit, gifts of the Holy Spirit. I'm conservative by nature, right? I don't get worked up. I'm conservative, calm down, right? That kind of guy. But when the Holy Spirit comes and gives someone a prophetic word, you're not going to be able to turn to 1 Thessalonians and hear that. Somebody comes to you and says, I remember, do you know Leonard Ravenhill? His son, David Ravenhill, wrote a book. And uh, this missionary was sitting with this 19 or 20-year-old girl, and God put on his heart. He couldn't believe it. He put on his heart to tell her, tell her that I hate mommies and daddies. He said, what? There's no way. And for an hour, he fought this. And he finally said, you know what? I <sighs> Forgive me, but I just, I have to share this. And I feel God wants me to tell you that he hates mommies and daddies. And she broke down and began weeping and weeping and weeping because she was sexually abused by her uncle that would say, let's go play mommies and daddies. You tell me how you're going to find that in First Thessalonians. Paul experienced the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, that was for the early church. They need him. Oh, we need that more today than ever before. Don't let somebody abusing something turn you away from it. And the bottom line is, I'm just going to offend more conservatives. Since I would consider, I mean, I, I want to be a conservative. I'm conservative. I mean, right? It's a good thing. But you've never experienced the power of God, so therefore you think it doesn't exist. Just because you've never experienced the miraculous power of the Holy Spirit doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It just means your theology needs to change and line up with God's Word. God's Word says it. I don't believe we're supposed to take scissors and cut out 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14. I think that's dangerous. Now, granted, it needs to be undergirded by solid doctrine. That's why I told you I've got my MacArthur Bible. I've got my Jack Hayford Study Bible. You know, you've got to find the balance in there. And that's where lives are radically changed. But I don't want to keep playing church. Why? Because my beloved has called. 
my beloved has called as a deer pants, as a deer pants after that brook looking for water, as that deer pants for the water. Oh, my soul pants for thee. I will seek you with all of my heart until I find you. I will praise you even in this storm. I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from my destruction. I will lift up my eyes into the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from God Almighty. Oh, taste and see that God is good. Come and drink of the living water. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, because God upholds me with his right hand. My beloved has called. I must serve him. I must worship him. I don't care if you call me a, a holy roller, a fanatic, a charismatic. I want more of God. Just don't call me lukewarm. Just don't call me lukewarm. I want the fire of God in my heart. I, I didn't know Richard until tonight. I felt like I've known him 10 years. We've talked on email, listened to his music. I was in a men's conference that Lane put on, and I was speaking. And I'm walking towards the chapel, and I just hear this song come on. Out in the middle of the forest, over the speakers, and I felt something, you know, just... Just come over me. I just want to get on my knees. I want to worship God in the dirt up in the mountains. When I heard this song, and it is, it says, he's an all-consuming fire. Let him burn. Speak a word and let these dry bones come alive until your sons and your daughters prophesy. Isn't it interesting? Peter said, hey, these people are not acting weird. They're not drunk. This is that that the prophet Joel spoke about, that in the last days, your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will dream dreams, and your old men will have visions. And on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit. Why are you afraid of receiving all that God has for you? Let the captives be unchained until all are free. No more lies or hypocrisy. In his name, I am unafraid. Let your spirit be poured out. We want to see your kingdom come. We want to see your will be done. I will reach out my hand. I will seek your face. And here I'll find heaven on earth. Here I'll find grace. Come to me, all your weak and heavy laden. I will give you rest, Jesus said. So I don't know where you're at tonight. Some of you might be playing church. You might not have a genuine relationship with Christ. And that scripture, when I first came back to the Lord, sent shockwaves in my heart. Many will come to me in that day, Matthew 7. Many will come to me in that day. Did you know that not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven? But those who do the will of my Father in heaven. See, it's not about perfection. It's not about works. It's about a heart ablaze, a heart on fire for God that knows God. Some of you need to come home, back to the Father. Get rid of, let me tell you, I can preach a sermon on bitterness and a critical spirit. You're always negative. You're always upset. You're always mad at everything from the president to, and so am I. But you know, it's just... It's just critical and mad and everybody's, and just negative Nellies, judgmental Jerry's, that critical, angry spirit, unforgiveness, bitterness. It has to be left at the foot of the cross because it will stifle the work of the Holy Spirit. What about lukewarmness? 
You love God on Sunday, but come Monday, you're raising hell. Something's got to change. You've been listening to Regaining Lost Ground with Pastor Shane Eidelman. You can find more information at westsidechristianfellowship.org. That's westsidechristianfellowship.org. And for all the latest on what God is doing with His ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. Regaining Lost Ground is sponsored by the generous supporters of the ministries of Westside Christian Fellowship. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.